Welcome to the Primetime Podcast. This episode is going to cover the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation 1. Basically, we're going to be talking about the differences between the two and which was our favorites. I say ours because I'm joined by my good friend Dion, also known as MIA Dolphins. Some of my older subscribers know who he is, and there's a lot of my new ones who don't, so... Dion, I'm going to have you start by telling everyone your favorite genre of gaming and your favorite game. Well, I would have to say my favorite genre is probably sports. But my favorite game of all time, I don't know, I've put a lot of time into uh, Rocket League and uh, Modern Warfare 3 whenever it was out. I put a lot of time into it. But I, I think right now my all-time favorite has been Rocket League. Rocket I've put League. so much time into it. It's just a fun game, you know. You sit down. If you, even if you have like ten minutes, you sit down. You can play a game. Yeah, yeah. Rocket League is like a. It's it's one of those games too where you like yeah like you said if you just have if you have ten minutes and you want to sit down and play a game maybe like before you go to work or uh, you know heck even with the switch now if you're on your work break you know and you and you want to go on and play a quick game but. Well, here, can I say one other thing? Yeah. I, I got the Switch for Christmas, and I bought, uh, I got the, the Mario Odyssey uh, edition of it, and um, I've probably played Rocket League probably ten times more than what I've played Odyssey. <laughs> I haven't even finished Odyssey, but like you, like, like we were saying, you just pick it up and like with the, with the uh, Switch. Yeah. And I'll also say I, I wish the Switch came out before the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 because <laughs> I would have never wasted the money on it. All right, guys. Before we get started, we're going to be talking about, like I said, the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation 1. But before we begin, we got to talk about the great sponsor of Primetime 21st Gaming. And I'm talking about Catalyst Mints. Catalyst Mints is proud sponsoring the Primetime 21st Gaming channel and this very podcast. You can check them out through the link in the description below. They are energy mints to energize you for those long gaming sessions, and they are a much healthier choice than your normal energy shots and energy drinks. New powders have released with the new year. We have watermelon hail and blue raspberry. You can get these awesome flavors along with your mints, apparel, and grab the new colored shakers. So check those out. That's Catalyst Mints. The link is in the description below. Also, check out Loot Crate. A monthly mystery crate for pop culture fans filled with incredible and exclusive items and apparel from your favorite TV shows, movies, games, and more. There's over $45 of value in every crate. Sign up with Loot Crate through the link in the description below and you can save story of Nintendo and Sony uh, there there were I don't know people say that they were in talks back in 1988 and 89 uh, about wanting to work together but uh, we'll, we'll advance you know further than that but uh, Sony was talking with Nintendo obviously they were going to make a CD add-on for the Super Nintendo um, well Sony it's, it was going to be called the uh, Nintendo PlayStation there's a space there um, but anyway, PlayStation, uh, the Nintendo PlayStation, Sony held a conference, uh, you know, telling people a little bit about it, and, uh, they were pretty excited, people were excited, and the following day, Nintendo was to talk about, uh, you know, this, this new deal between Sony and their, and themselves, so, they had a conference, Nintendo, the very next day, after Sony had confirmed this, they had a conference the next day where reporters, you know, they're eager to hear more about this this deal. Nintendo stabbed Sony in the back and announced they would be working with Philips instead. Um, and Sony was furious, which I don't blame them. Like, because yeah. Philips was a is a big rival was a big rival of Sony, you know, at the time too. I don't even know if Philips is out there anymore. Um, they're still out there, but it's nothing. Right, everything's Samsung and LG now. Like, you know, those are your, but anyway, um, so then Sony got mad, obviously, which I would be too, and they went to Nintendo's rival Sega, and they were like, hey, 
we'll make you guys a CD, you know, and, and Sega was like, ah, we're not interested, you know, we, we're not interested. So that left Sony to do what we have today. They made their own console. They were like, okay, Nintendo don't want to work with us. We went to Sega. They're not interested. We're just going to do our own thing. So therefore we have the PlayStation one. Okay. Now Phillips got their hands with that deal that Nintendo and Phillips made. Somehow Phillips got their hands on a on the Nintendo characters and was able to make games for the Phillips CDI console. Um, they made a Mario and a Zelda game, and they were terrible. And Nintendo's never allowed anybody else to touch their their franchise characters again. That was it. Um, Do you blame them though? No, no way, dude. dude you got to look them up sometime if you haven't seen them. I will. I, I haven't seen those. <clears throat> but um. Anyway, the third-party game developers, uh, when they heard that so when they heard that Nintendo was going to stick with cartridges and Sony was going CDs, uh, third-party developers went with Sony because obviously that's it's better it's a better format it's a better quality than a cartridge, and one of the you know franchises that decided to make the jump was Final Fantasy. And there's there's a here's a huge fan base for Final Fantasy. I personally have never got into them, but you know there's a huge fan base there, and a lot of those people went over to Sony for those games. And a lot of people think that those Final Fantasy games for the PlayStation One were some of the greatest ever made. I had one of them. I think it was it was either four or five or something like that. Maybe I'm trying to think which one is the big favorite. I, I think it's it seven. A, it was a dual CD. They had two CDs, so you played through the first one. Oh, you yeah. And the second one. Unfortunately, um, I whenever I got the PlayStation Christmas, it was like the the games that I got with it were used. Mm. And um, I I played through the first disc, but you would put the second disc in, play it for maybe maybe three minutes, three to five minutes, and it would cut out. I tried cleaning uh. it. I tried cleaning it and everything like that and it, it just would not work so i played half of it i know there was i don't know which one it is like i said i'm not familiar with uh the final fantasy games but i know one of those games had like a, it was four disc like, yeah it was it was it was huge but anyway um so yeah the third party game developers was like okay yeah we're gonna we're definitely going with sony here and there were consequences to pay for nintendo uh they stabbed Sony in the back, and they would lose the next two console generations to the PlayStation 1 outselling the 64 and the PS2 outselling the GameCube. So, you know, there, there was. And, and Sony's success in the game industry eventually forced Sega out. You know, that, that, was, that didn't help Sega, you know, in any way. But, all right, man, I want to I hear... Uh, some some stories that you may have. Uh, let's start with the let's start with the PlayStation One. Do you have any specific game stories? Maybe memories of, uh, you know, maybe when you first got the PlayStation, or maybe a, a, a time you and your you, you know your friends when you were younger, you guys played it all night. You guys played a certain game all night long or something. You got any memories? Oh yeah, man. I got for especially for the PlayStation One. Um. I, I had the PlayStation 1. Um, I really didn't have a, an N64 until now, but I played the N64 a good bit with um, a cousin of mine. But uh, for the PlayStation, um, you know, of course I played Crash and Spyro. You know, I played those games all the way through. Um, and then my favorite game of all time for the PlayStation 1 was NHL Rock the Ring. Oh, I yeah. That game, I played the crap out of it. We just played that not too long ago, wasn't it? Yeah, we. It's been. It was a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, but no, like uh, I remember uh, my cousin uh, Lindsay and Stacy. They had a PlayStation, and they had Crash Bandicoot, and we played. It was um, warped. They had warped, and there was. I, I bet you there was probably two or three different nights we stayed up all night playing it. Yeah. It was that. It was just that that much fun. Yeah, and warped is warps warped in my opinion is the best crash. Oh yeah, it is by far. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I I like to crash now. Like I, you know, I I have a. I mean the the thing with me was the, I I also didn't get a Nintendo sixty four until much later. 
I was I got a PlayStation One. Um, but I didn't get the PlayStation One as soon as it came out. I was a little late to that. Like it was like ninety nine, I think it was. When Six, I, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah it, it was it was a it was late. Like I said, I I got the I just told this on my, my Tomb Raider podcast that um, I'll cover it real quick because I don't want to retell you know to the same people. But um, my sister had a friend that lived down the road from us, and I was just an annoying little brother, so I wanted to bother them. And I went down there to to her house, and her friend didn't want to be mean and just kicked me out. Of course, my sister's like, get out of here, you know. And she didn't want to be mean to me, so she she set me up with their PlayStation 1 they had set up in the living room. And I've never played a PlayStation 1 to this point. Um, and it was, it was Tomb Raider. So Tomb Raider was the very first experience I ever had with the PlayStation 1. And I just remember thinking, holy crap. Like, I'm used to playing, uh, you know, freaking Duck Hunt and, uh, you know, the original Zelda, which, you know, I, I was so young, I wasn't even able to complete the game because it, it was just so difficult for that, you know, for my age at the time. And But those Paperboy and all that, and then here's this 3D adventure. It's terrifying. There's, you know, freaking bears and wolves jumping out at me, and uh, I fell in love with it, and I went home, and I, I told my mom all about it, and I was like, Mom, I gotta have one of those for my birthday, and I got, I ended up getting one a couple months later uh, with Tomb Raider, but like I said, I got it so late that Tomb Raider 2 was already out by the yeah. time, you know, and uh, so I, I did. I got into the Tomb Raiders. I think that's why I still like those original Tomb Raiders to this day is because they, they were my first memory of, you know, that that big jump in gaming and uh but well, yeah. crazy how how much the the graphics and stuff changed just from the you know the nintendo and super nintendo to the absolutely man it was just months ago just months ago people were playing super nintendo and you know and what a what a big change and i and dude you know it people a lot of young people would laugh at us today but when those games come out did we not think holy crap (laughs) were we not like this looks so real you know (laughs) oh yeah and we did too and and it's like that for every console though every new console that comes out the graphics are better and we say the same thing like oh my goodness yeah (laughs) it really is man It, it 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 really it shocked you you know but um now i had a neighbor who had a 64 and I missed the whole generation where kids were on the playground arguing, oh, no, the Sega's better than the Nintendo, you know, or the the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. I didn't, but I can tell you, when I was when I was in elementary school, there was, there was really a rivalry between kids who had a Nintendo 64 and kids who had PlayStation. I can remember this one kid telling me, uh, he's like, what, what console do you have? And I said, I have, I have a PlayStation 1, and I have the, the NES. He goes, why don't you have a Nintendo 64? And I was like, I don't know. I really don't know much about it. And he goes, well, you can't play Mario on your PlayStation 1. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, and you can't play Zelda on your PlayStation 1. And I was like, you know, but I was like, yeah, but you don't have Tomb Raider. I was like, you don't have Spyro. You don't have Crash. You, you know, there was the exclusives, you know. And you don't see, unless it is really Nintendo, you really don't, and, and Halo, you really don't see a lot of exclusive big names now. Like, oh, yeah. like I also said in my Tomb Raider podcast that it just didn't feel right when Sony, when Sony's deal with uh, Eidos Interactive to have the Tomb Raider games, when it broke off and Xbox started coming out with Tomb Raider, it was like, man, this just don't seem right. It's like, you know, same with Crash Bandicoot. They were Crash Bandicoot games for the GameCube. Spyro games for the GameCube. It's like... It's like, come on now. Really? <laughs> this, like, this is Sony. This is PlayStation. This shouldn't be. This is their mascots. But, and I kind of miss that. I do. I kind of miss, like, the rival... Oh, the yeah. rival game, you know. You know, I'm kind of... I am glad that Nintendo has, like, kept Mario. And, oh, yeah. You know, all of them away and, from everyone else. You yeah. know, I mean... I miss the rivals of having exclusives. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think it's smart of Nintendo. You know, obviously there was the thing with Philips CDI I mentioned. 
where they got a hold of their games and they allowed them. There was a contract or something that allowed them to make their games. And, uh, but Nintendo, I think it's smart that Nintendo doesn't let anybody, you know, but themselves mess with, you know, their, their big names. But yeah, my neighbor had a Nintendo 64, and I would go down there sometimes. First of all, I wasn't a big fan of going to his house <laughs> because <laughs> he had this little demon dog, and this it was I mean the dog was adorable to look at. You know, it's like if you looked at this dog from a distance, it's a little it looked like a little white cotton ball, okay. But the second like you get close to it, it would turn its head at you real quick like a horror movie, like a jump scare, and its teeth were sharp like like Pennywise from it. And uh, it, it was it was bad, man. And this dog would just, you know, yap the whole time, and we'd have to we'd have to end up shutting the door. And you could hear the dog out there running it running like a long distance and throwing itself into the door. Like, <laughs> but imbecile. It, it, yeah, an imbecile, man. But eventually, the dog would give up. But. He was like, uh, you want to play Nintendo 64? And I remember the first time I played the 64, and he pulls out that controller, and I'm like, this thing looks like a spaceship. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so... That's from Star Trek or something, you know, Star Wars. And when you're holding the controller, it, I never, I didn't hold it right for the longest time. You're supposed to hold it from that middle piece with your left hand, and then your right hand on the out, you know, right side. And uh, here I'm holding it like an actual controller, and uh, he was like, no, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong, you know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Oh, you take it. So, so then he's like, all right, let's uh, – I was like, well, what games you got? And he was like, oh, I got Mario Kart. He's like, I got um, – and I, I've heard a lot. I At that time, I never played Mario Kart, but I heard a lot about it. But um, he was like, I also got Hey You Pikachu. Let's play Hey You Pikachu. I was like, okay. So he puts Hey You Pikachu in, and it comes with the little microphone and everything. And he's sitting there, dude, like probably three inches away from his TV screen, okay? Oh my God. Hey, he's going, hey, Pikachu, hey, Pikachu, okay? <laughs> and Pikachu, <laughs> Pikachu is complete ignoring this kid. Like, he's not even, not even paying no mind, okay? Like, and I was like, is he even listening to you? He's like, yes, he can hear me. And I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so now, dude, I'm not kidding. I'm sitting there 10 minutes. Nothing's happening. And I said, so you want to play Tomb Raider? You know? <laughs> and he was like, no, we'll try Mario Kart. And I was like, okay. So this Nintendo 64 is not off to a good start with me. It's got games that don't even recognize, you know, it's, it's meant for like voice interacting and it's not even picking it up. So, um, so then we put in Mario 64 and I thought, man, I was like, man, this game is fun. You know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's competitive. It's, um, and he, I can't remember which Zelda it was. It was either Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time. And we, and we just played a little bit of that. And, uh, I was like, man, that those are, those are pretty fun. But I was like, what else do you got? <laughs> okay. And, and he said, I've got Castlevania. And I'm like, no. Nintendo 64 has a Castlevania game? And he was like, oh yeah. And at this time, PlayStation, the PlayStation 1 had a Castlevania game called Symphony of the Night. And a lot of people think that is one of the best games ever made uh, for Castlevania. And because I, I, I like the Castlevania games for the original NES. Uh, they were super difficult. And I, I couldn't get far as a kid. But... Um, Anyway, when he told me that the Nintendo 64 had Castlevania, I was like, oh, okay, cool, let's check it out. So he's getting it ready, and it's not working. He's blowing in the cartridge, old school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, as he's doing this, he's telling me, he said, this is the first Castlevania game that they've ever made in 3D. I was like, it's a 3D Castlevania game? Because all the, all the ones before it were like a, a side scroll, you know. And uh, he was like, yeah, it's 3D. So he puts it in. And it's starting up, and I think it looks awesome. But then, like the controls ruined it. It was, it was, it was ugly. I was like, "So you want to play Symphony of the Night?" 
<laughs> for PlayStation <laughs> One. But I mean, you know, it definitely had its it definitely had its games. Like there were there were good games for for the sixty four and then bad ones. And same with PlayStation. There's good games for PlayStation, bad ones and Oh yeah. Um but yeah, that's just a memory that I, I remember, you know, with the uh the PlayStation and the Nintendo sixty four, but did you did you have a sixty four story? Do you remember like because you said you just got it not too long ago. Like, yeah, and I haven't really got to play it or anything, but uh the the memory that I, I uh that that I have the most is my, my cousin, he had it. And uh I went over his house and it was like right after he had it. I, it was maybe a month after he had it. It was the first time I seen him though, since he's got it. Mm-hmm. And uh he was like let's play M sixty four and I'm like you have an N64? Like, you know, I'm all pumped for it. Like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And um, we go down, and he's like, well, uh, let, let's play uh, Mario Kart. I'm like, okay, you know, that, that's pretty cool. Let's do it. And, of course, he beat the crap out of me with it. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm very competitive. I don't know, you know. So oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> listeners probably know this I'm a very competitive person so i didn't want to play that anymore you know he beat me like four or five times in a row i thought the game was fun but i was tired of losing i didn't want to lose anymore right so then um i was really big into pokemon i really was i i actually have i if my games weren't stolen i would have had every single pokemon game out the only one that i'm missing is one of the newest like the newest ones the ultra sun ultra moon Mm-hmm. Uh, for the 3ds those would be the only ones i'm missing but um someone stole all of my um ones for the game boy advance and the game boy collar mm-hmm. um so he pulls out pokemon stadium and i'm like no way you know right and we start playing and at first i you know i didn't know how to play it and he did well i caught on really quickly and we ended up playing for about eight hours straight of just straight Pokemon Stadium. It was so much fun. Well, yeah, see, like, the thing with the the 64 that, that I've come to, to realize is, because, you know, I started to collect the whole collection released in North America. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm down to just a handful, but those are just so expensive, and I'm... I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm saving them for Christmas and birthdays. <laughs> so other people got to spend it, and I don't, you know. But um, way to do it right there. <laughs> but you know, I did at one point think about because you know on my channel I do reviews and stuff. I thought about going through every single game, not playing, not beating the whole game, but at least playing a good chunk of every game and reviewing every single game for the '64, and. Because I'm looking at them right now, and there there is a ton of these games that I have that I've never even put in yet, you know? And um, I can tell you, though, right now, the Nintendo 64... The thing about the Nintendo 64, uh, which, you know what, we'll just we'll go ahead and start the next thing. It's called Which One? And we're going to pick between the two. Um, obviously, we both had a experience with the playstation one at a young age and just a little bit of a touch of the 64 but not so much until we got older but um anyway let's talk about games when i when i look at the if i had to pick between the two the playstation one games and the nintendo 64 games i think i i would have to side with playstation um just because like i said when i look at the 64 uh library a lot of it's made up of sport, like racing. And there was a lot of racing games for the N sixty four, wasn't there? There was, and now don't get me wrong. I, you know, there's a lot of sports games too, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I loved NFL Blitz. You know, oh, oh dude, I love NFL it Blitz. Awesome. Yeah, and um, but and there's a ton of wrestling games for it, and a lot of the wrestling games for the sixty four are the big fan favorites. Um. I have about seven wrestling games, and I don't even like wrestling. <laughs> uh. Dude, there was a ton of them, um, but that's that was the thing. Like it was, it was really, uh, I don't know. Like the, it's very like it's almost like okay, your your body is made up of you know majority percentage of water. I'm not even sure how much 
how much of your body's made up of water, but I know it's a it's a it's a big it's a big number. But that's like the sixty four. Like it's made up of a lot of you know of just racing games. Like I can I can look right here and I can see Indy racing, I can see uh driver or world driver uh let's see. I can see um of course Mario Kart. That's a racing game. Yeah, but that's a be- that's the best Lego, racing game for the there's Lego or- Racers. Um NASCAR 98, 99, 2000, um, Star Wars racing, like, what? (laughs) You're just, you're just racing the N64 controller, man. (laughs) And, uh, I I don't, there's a ton of them, though, there's, like, Road Rash, there's all kinds of stuff, but... Oh, I remember Road Rash. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of racing games, and and that's not, you know, whatever, so that's some people's thing, but when you go over and you look at the PlayStation games... You have, you know, the first three Spyro games, so the first three Crash games. You've got uh, the first five Tomb Raiders. You've got... Um, well, you got Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy made that jump. Uh, I don't know if you remember... Um, oh, no, I couldn't use that one, for example, because uh, actually the 64 got that as well. But um, but then, like I said, I compared the Castlevanias, but... Uh, between the two, and I honest, I think Symphony of the Night is better. Castlevania Symphony of the Night for PlayStation One is better than you know what the '64 had for Castlevania. But um, and then you had your 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 little you like Croc. You remember Croc, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. There was Croc, um, which I think I told you before. Croc was rumored to be uh, maybe a, something that Sony was working on with Nintendo, maybe a Yoshi game. That's why he somewhat has a similar you know, look to Yoshi, but, uh-huh. um, but there was that, there was you, the Metal Gear Solid games, um, yeah. it, it was just, I don't know, I, I have to side with the PlayStation games on this one, I, what do you think, where are you going? I, I would have to, I would have to agree with you on that, um, I, I feel like the PlayStation had more of a variety. Yeah, I do too. Than, than what the N64, don't get me wrong, I mean, the N64 games, you know, you you do have the Mario's, the Zelda's, you know, um, and even like the the couple Pokemon games that they had. I mm. mean, yeah, they had those, but like you said, I feel like there's more racing games and wrestling games that were on the N64 than anything else. Yeah, and um, I think that there was a more variety on the PlayStation. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, well, I I know. Um... No, don't get me wrong. The '64 has has its classics. I mean, you've got Super Mario '64, you've got both, you know, Zelda's uh, Ocarina of Time and uh, uh, Majora's Mask. Yep. And my, you know, my uh, one of my all time favorites for the '64 is the the first Super Smash Bros. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, dude! I I still love the '64 one. But, I like it, but I suck at it. But yeah, there there was uh, I don't know specific numbers here, but I know there's there's like a thousand eight hundred and some PlayStation One games, and then you go over to the sixty four, and there was only like two hundred and ninety some. Like so, difference. Just like you said, there was more of a variety, more you know, more to choose from with the PlayStation One, and. Uh, well, and then I also think you know the sales numbers even show you. I mean, the the PlayStation One sold right 100 and, 102 million or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and the N sixty four only sold like thirty two million or something. Yeah, the, yeah, the sixty four didn't do very well. Um, I and what's weird about it is back at that time, I knew more people that had a PlayStation One, obviously, because it, it sold more. Um, but it was I think it was more popular. But now as these consoles are, are getting older um, and now they're over 20 years old I I honestly see more people going out and wanting to buy Nintendo 64s you know if they're like oh we want to have a, a retro gaming night we all just want to hang out and you know everybody goes and picks up Nintendo 64s and one of the guys at the local game store here was telling me that they, they have a hard time keeping 64s in stock because people are always coming in for them and he said PlayStations will sit on the shelf 
because uh, they're like twenty bucks. Like a, a PlayStation One is like is like twenty bucks, and he says because the one of the worst things he said that I mean not for us at the time when the PlayStation Two came out they made PS One games backwards compatible. So now if you want a PlayStation One, all you gotta do is buy a PS Two and you get both. Yeah, oh there's yeah. No, there's no need to buy the first PlayStation anymore. Oh, yep. All you gotta do is buy a PS2, but so I think we're going to give PlayStation One the win there for because uh, that's uh, what I did. I went out. I mean, I didn't go out. Um, uh, my girlfriend bought me a PlayStation Two for my birthday, and that that was one of the main reasons why I wanted it is because I could play both right. PlayStation and PlayStation Two games. Right. I mean, I I love the look of the original PlayStation and stuff. Dude, I have I have freaking three. I have three PlayStation ones, and I'm jealous that you have the screen for it. Like, cause you have this. You oh have... yeah, the little one. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that one. So I, I basically I have four, but they uh, but yeah, the the I dude, I find them like they're just so easy to find. If you go to flea markets, they're laying around because you know why do you need a PlayStation one if you got a PlayStation two and you can play both right there. So, um, but yeah, I, I think so. We both agree that the games. PS1 won the games there. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to the next one. And what do you think... Who do you think, I'll let you answer first, who do you think won the controller design between the PlayStation 1 and the Nintendo 64? Uh, I'm sorry. The, the design, that... the design, the yeah. look. The look. So you're not, say, are you are you saying like not the buttons and play? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the setup of it, but not the feel of it. Just the, Just to look at it. Which one do you think? I think the N64 looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um... I would say that that looks cooler than what the PlayStation 1 controller does. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, I think anybody would agree with me that the ease of the PlayStation... Like, it was hard to use the N64 controller. Absolutely. The, the look was really cool. It's a really nice look. But yeah, the, the ease of using it, not so much. See, and I, I, know, um, I know how to use it now where I didn't when I was younger. And I still, dude, I still struggle with it. And... Um, if you, if you, I don't know if you remember the very first PlayStation controller, uh, didn't have the toggle buttons. Yeah. It didn't have like the analog. Right. And, yeah. And, uh, they come out with the DualShock, you know, later, but I even think without the, the analogs, the PlayStation controller just felt better. Oh yeah. It definitely feels better. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it was more comfortable to play. Um, the, the analog stick for the 64 was very, it was weird. It, it was just weird. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, it can, sometimes like you could get a controller that it was loose. The, you know, and then, you know, some of them, some of them were in good shape, but yeah, I think the design, that's what I've always liked that about Nintendo. Nintendo is always, you can't really look back at a Nintendo console and say that they really had the same controller every time because you start with the NES, obviously it's the little square controller with the two red buttons and the uh, directional pad, and then you go to the, the Super Nintendo, and it's somewhat the same, but it's round, it's rounded on the edges, and you got four buttons now, and you have the, the two top, uh, the shoulder buttons, mm. then you go to the 64 where this thing was like a, like I said, a spaceship, and then to the GameCube, you know, complete... Oh my goodness! Super, super different controller there. Then you go to the Wii. Got these weird, you know, motion sensor. They look like they're remotes. That's basically what they are. That's why they're called Wii motes. But, um, so then on to the the Wii U, which was a tablet, and now we're we got Joy Cons for the for the Switch, and which are similar to the the Wii, the Wii but not not really, but um. But, you know, it's it's like Nintendo's never done the same thing. And, and I don't know if that hurts them or because you you basically have to relearn. You yeah. Know? Like, but what, that also, like, <clears throat> coming – I'm sorry to interrupt. But, no, like, fine. coming into, you know, especially people like 
play competitively on different games and stuff, that gives everyone the same advantage. Right. Because, like, that's the thing, like, you go into, you know, you, you don't play Xbox 360 and then Xbox One, but then, like, now you have the Xbox One X and you get, like, say, FIFA, like, and you're trying to learn it and you're playing online, well, you have no chance, especially if it's someone that's been playing FIFA for 10 years, 10, right. 11, 12 years, you know, right. then you have no no shot. It's almost but, like they've been playing it for 10 years straight. Yeah. Exactly. there's some people on there, man. <laughs> All those guys, you get on there, I mean, that's just like, you know, Rocket League. You know, how long has Rocket League been out for the Switch? Since November? And yeah. I looked at the leaderboard the other day and, like, these guys have played thousands upon thousands of games. It's yeah. like, how yeah. in a three month span? How do you play that much? How that many games? Right. Yeah, because I think I'm like 160 some or something yeah, I like think, that. Yeah, that's what I'm at. Yeah. You know? But um, but yeah, I I definitely say though that the um, the the controller for the like I said, I'm not sure if it hurt him, if it hurts him or not. I, there is something about like when I first got the Switch and I sat down to play Breath of the Wild, first game I had for it, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is one of those games that I can't set down for like two days because when I pick it back up, I'm gonna forget what to do, like because the, the the controller was weird to me. And I mean, yeah, I got the um, the Pro controller, which I did a lot better with, but the Joy-Cons they confused me at first. But I'm good now. But uh, you know, so that's the thing about. Sony and their PlayStation, they, they've always really had the same look. They, they just change something something small every time. Um, but, you know, it, it's... You know, because you had the original PlayStation 1 without the toggles. You had the DualShock. You go to the DualShock 2, which is basically the same thing as the PlayStation 1 DualShock. <laughs> yeah. Then the PlayStation 3, which was cordless. Uh, cordless DualShock. Then onto the four, where you add like the touchpad and the the like the sound speaker and the controller and, and, the, the, and the light. Isn't the uh, the like the R two and L two like yeah. don't go down farther? Well, and they they have like a like if you were to set the controller down on a table before you you push you had the risk of pushing R two or L two. By setting it down, but now like they have this thing where when you set it down, it, it just sits straight up because you know, I mean, I I didn't think it was a, a big problem, but I, I like the PlayStation Four controller now. Yeah, so do I. I I'm, I'm holding one right now because I was looking at the, the yeah button. yeah. But... It's, a, it's a really it fits good in your hand too. Yep, yep. I, I've always liked that about you know Sony's, uh, but I think I think we agree the controller design. We'll give that to the 64 because it was it was out there. It was it was really different, but the feel of the controllers definitely got to go to the PlayStation One. Oh yeah. So um, we we got to talk about another thing. This was a big 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 problem with PlayStation, and it was the load times. Um, if you were to, dude, I I, I had a game. I want to think it's a, the WCW Mayhem. It was a wrestling game and. Uh, Dude, it felt like that game took like two minutes to load mm -hmm. from the main menu to the game, and that was that was the big that was the difference. That was the good part about the the cartridges from the CDs. The Nintendo sixty four almost had no load times. Like yeah. there, it was, if you play Mario sixty four and you jump into a painting, bam, he's in. Like PlayStation, you you were waiting a good. You know, we're not talking seconds. We're talking minutes sometimes. Yeah, I thought Spyro was a pretty bad one. Um, I can't remember which one. Um, it was the one I can't remember the name of it, but the one where you had uh, the dragons turn into a statue. Oh yeah, yeah, the first one, very first one. Okay, the very first one. Yep. And I can remember the load times on those screens, like when you went from like world to world and everything. Like yeah, sometimes they it, took a while, a couple minutes. And and there's the there was the load screens that don't show a bar like a, a load bar and sometimes you thought the game froze you know oh yeah oh yeah but i i definitely from playing the 64 and playing the playstation i definitely have to say that the 64 the load times were so much better so 64 on load times for me oh yeah yeah i agree
one more and which one we've got I will let you go first because you will see we'll see what you got to say here do you prefer CD or cartridges do you like the Nintendo 64 cartridges or do you like the PlayStation's CDs um I think the cartridge was cool I you know the the whole like the iconic thing of an, a cartridge is the picture of people blowing into the cartridge to get it to work. Because we, some, for some reason, think that it works. That's going to work. Like, that's going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe it did. Maybe it did, you know, because maybe dust particles got on it or right. something. Right, it's possible. But, but um, I, I think the whole idea of a cartridge mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Um, and so, you know, because now, at the time, you know, we would probably think CDs were cool. Oh, yeah, I did. Because that's about the time like CDs started becoming a big thing, you moved away from the cartridge. Yep. But now in today's world, like I think the cartridge thing is cool. And I, I'm actually really surprised you went with cartridges. Cause I am too. Um, I, I think the, I think the PlayStation one, like, like you said, CDs were a big thing at that time. Um, we were just leaving cassette tapes and going to CDs. Um, and, the thing about man i remember cd's like for music groups like we'll go okay we're talking not we're talking late 90s here okay we're talking in oh. sync we're talking backstreet boys okay we're talking the boy bands here but yeah. dude they, they would fly off the shelves cd's people mm-hmm. standing in line for cd's now dude you go to walmart you go to target cd's just sit on the shelf because of digital oh, you know now you can just download it off on the internet that's it man and I mean, you could even just go to you if you just want to hear one song. And and how many times I can't tell you how many times I bought a CD back in the day for just one song. Just one song, yep. Okay, yeah. And and before you know, you had YouTube to just go on and type on any song you want to listen to. If you didn't have the CD or or a CD wasn't out yet, uh, dude, you better have had a a, a cassette player that would have the radio and you could record that song onto your your tape and just listen yep. to it and I, I you know that's, that's why i said C- cds were really cool at the time and i can remember throwing that in so many of my friends faces at school when they would talk about the 64 i'd be like yeah well we got cds we're we're up to date baby you know <laughs> and, <It's the> future. <laughs> but a, a very i think the the worst part about it was cd scratch so easily they did yeah and when you think of the Nintendo 64, dude, cartridges, they don't scratch. And you could stack them. You could just set yep. a, you could just set a big stack of them next to your TV and whenever you're ready to, you know, pop that big boy out, pop it into the 64 and you're ready to go. And dude, you can like throw a cartridge across the hall. Yeah, there's yeah. a good chance it's going to survive. <laughs> you know, so much with it and it would, it would survive. But if you did that with a CD and scratch it, no way. No, done. No way. And um a, a lot of people um, I, I've like read on forums online that they're they're struggling like with uh, like PlayStation games uh, starting to to rot like it's called disc rot or something like that. Uh huh. And uh, I I've never seen it in my in my collection, but people say that you know the PlayStation games are going to uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna like they're gonna be gone before the cartridge games. Just, like, over time, like, 40, 50 years from now, Nintendo cartridge games will still, you know... Probably be around. Be, probably be around. But, um... So, yeah, we both got Nintendo 64 there for the cartridges. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I like the whole cartridge thing. Yeah, I, I do, too. I, I think it was, like I said, you could stack them, they don't scratch. Alright, we're gonna get to just a few Q&As. We're gonna be wrapping it up here. We're coming up on 46 minutes. Like I said, I, li- I like to keep these within an hour... Uh, because we don't want to lose nobody listening, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, but our first question comes from Dan Vader. <laughs> uh, Dan Vader says, uh, what is your favorite 64 game and your favorite PlayStation 1 game? So I'll let you go. Um, y'all might hate me for this, but my favorite 64 game would have to be Pokemon Stadium. Oh. Um I, I will say it. Whenever you freaking do the review for it, if you're going to do that, I want to be in on that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then um, I, the PlayStation's hard. That that is a hard one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, between Crash and I played in NHL Rock the Ring a good bit. Um, but I think I'd ha- I think I'll have to go with Crash Bandicoot Warped on that. Yeah, Warped was the better one. My favorite. Now my my favorite sixty four game I, I said it earlier in the podcast was uh, Super Smash. Oh yeah, I love Super Smash Bros. Man, uh, and then my favorite PlayStation One game, like I said, I, I got to go to Classic Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, um, that one was coming. It was, dude. It's just my like I said, I, I have such a special place in my heart for that game um and i like all the ones for for playstation you know they're they're good games and uh you know it had the there was the scare they had jump scares in them and uh they were just great games man they they took you they took you places that you wanted to go and um so uh, yeah definitely tomb raider tomb raider for playstation and uh super smash for 64 but next question we've got hopeless ferris and they ask uh, what is our favorite Nintendo controller? So, out of all the consoles of the Nintendo, what would you have to say your favorite would be? My favorite of all Nintendo controllers, I would have to say I like the the Super Nintendo controller the best. I just liked it being. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's basic. Um, it's basic, and you know what I hate now is like the controllers are getting so outrageous with so many buttons so many things like right do we really need that do we really need that many buttons I so agree. i would have to say my favorite one's the super nintendo you know you had the two set you had the four press buttons and you know then the what was what is it the track pad is that what it's called the uh, uh the directional pad the yeah, pad. i'm sorry so I, I would have to go with that yeah and uh now me, I would have my favorite Nintendo controller. Like I said, they're different every time, and like I said, nothing beats the original NES controller because it's so basic, like just two buttons and a you know. But I'm not gonna go with that. And the controller I'm going with is a it's a hit or miss. It's it's a popular controller, but there's a lot of people who don't care for it, and that's the GameCube. I knew you were gonna say it. This is a GameCube, man. I know. I seen I seen your mouth move <laughs> right as I said it. It's the GameCube, and honestly, if you look, if you look at the GameCube controller next to a 64 controller, they are very similar. They just took the middle piece away yep. from from the 64 controller and moved the buttons around a little bit. But it is very similar if you look at them. Uh, but I, I do, I, I really, I like the GameCube controller. Um, I I played Resident Evil 2, and I've been I've been working on three for the channel. And I've been playing them on the on the GameCube, and I grew up with them for the PlayStation One. And uh, the thing about the GameCube is, I I I thought, oh man, I'm gonna struggle playing this game on this controller. But oh man, I think I prefer it now. Like I I, I do. I, I love. I I really like it, especially for the you know Resident Evil Two and Three. But um, I'm gonna have to come over and um and play the GameCube. The only time that I've ever played the GameCube. Um, is the the only memory I have of it is the first time I ever stayed up 24 hours. Oh wow! Um, was uh, my buddy? I went over to my buddy's house, and the only reason why I'm, I'm saying that you know I need to play that GameCube at, with, at your house sometime is we we stayed up all night and played Luigi's Mansion. Oh my God, dude! Don't and, get uh, me started. And it was amazing. And but he played. You know, it was one of those things. I had to sit there and watch. Oh, okay. He didn't play too much. Right. So I've never really played the GameCube. Yeah. But man, Luigi's Mansion was the shit, dude. Um, dude, you ain't gotta tell me. <laughs> dude, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, hopefully it is a show. But you have to let me come play some GameCube before we do it, dude. I, I mean, I'm looking over here at the GameCube games, and Luigi's Mansion is my favorite. And and once again, that was the very first game I touched for GameCube. I was at Walmart, and it was set up. As oh, yeah. A, yeah, I remember this story. Yeah, dude. I, oh, my gosh. I was like, man, I want a GameCube because of that. But the GameCube was so cool because it had the handle. You could take it to a friend's house. Yep. Uh, it, it, oh, man. The, the freaking GameCube. And, and dude, I, I do wish I had a GameCube. And, and just the color of it, man. That oh, yeah. purple. That purple of the GameCube well, was awesome. I think they actually come out. Let me think here. It came out with like a gray, a dark gray one too. There's like, yeah, there's a, I think, let me think. Purple, black, silver, 
and I think there was like a yellow one. I was gonna say it wasn't orange. It maybe orange, maybe it was orange, but I have never seen that one. And I've had, dude, I've had three Game Cubes over time, and I've both the first two were black, and I always wanted the purple one. And I finally come up on the purple one, and I, dude, what it was awesome. But uh, while we're on this, real quick, I don't know if you know this. I just learned this the other day. On the GameCube, have you ever seen the GameCube startup screen? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, well, when that when that happens, if you press like the the bumper button at the top, I think if you push it on like both control on controller one and controller two, it makes a different sound while it starts up. Really? If you plug in all four controllers and everybody holds that top button down, it it has an it has a new sound for the startup. Here's the thing, dude. They did it for the Switch. When you start the Switch up, if you hold the... if I can't remember what buttons they are, but I looked it up. If you push these certain buttons on the Joy-Cons... You know, like when you start the Switch up, you have to press the A button three times. Yeah. To, to get it to... When, when you press... Apparently, if you press like the buttons on the Joy-Con and press the A button three times, it makes different sounds. Like it, it's, it's like a hidden Easter egg inside the, the console. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. But yeah, that that is cool. But all right, we'll get to our final question here. And it was spice orange, like the originals. Oh, okay. Like it was purple, black, silver, orange, and the white. But then they had variations for different games and stuff too. Wait, there was a white one. Yeah, dude, I've never seen a white one. That would it's be really cool. Pearl, it's called pearl white. Oh, that's awesome. All right, here we go. Final question here. And it is sent in by Fairlight, and they ask, if you could go back in time when both systems released, the 64 and the PlayStation 1, and you're the age you are now, which console are you getting on release day? You answer first on this one? Um, I mean, I can. I, I, I think it's pretty obvious. I, I'd stay right where I was. I would have got the PlayStation 1 just like... Now, I didn't get it release day, but uh, I... You know, if I could go back in time and, uh, you know, it's coming out tomorrow, I'm going to get a PlayStation 1, you know. And I, I would, I would, I'd have to agree with you on that one. I, the N64 and stuff is cool, but if I could go back in time and redo it, I would, I would still get the PlayStation first. Definitely, man. And just the I, game selection. Just I agree. Selection. And, and nothing against the 64. I, the, really, they're, 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 they're two, you know, different. Oh. Uh, they they really are. They're just two different consoles, and uh, just for me, I preferred the PlayStation One over the sixty four. Um, and obviously, so did basically the world looking at the sales. It, but it's like three, <clears throat> four times. Yeah, and and I think I think now, like I said, now that we're now that time is passing, uh, I think the sixty four is a little bit more popular today than you know. Maybe. But I also think it's just like how you said, get the PlayStation 2. Yeah, because that's why the PlayStation 1 sits on so many shelves. Like, But, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'd definitely be getting the PlayStation 1 again. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I, I'd i agree with you on that one, Prime. So that's it, man. I, that's the Nintendo 64 versus the PlayStation. Um, if you guys, you know, have any anything to say about it, if you want to, uh, I'll probably put a poll up on Twitter to, to see i wanted to do it before the podcast but i completely forgot that way i could give the result what people thought the 64 or the playstation one but i'll put it up on twitter probably after this and we'll, you know just to see what people vote for okay uh, and uh you know also if you have any memories feel free to put them in the comments about the 64 and the playstation one people a lot of people like reading those i like to read you know old stories I was say, i'd like to see what other people have to say yeah and uh so, so definitely, you know, hit us up there. Also, um, be sure to subscribe to Primetime 21st Gaming here on YouTube for gameplay, reviews, and now, of course, we've got the Primetime Podcast revamped and it is back. And uh, more to come. We've got all kinds of different topics that will be coming up. Uh, but I, I decided with the with this new podcast um, that I wanted to... I, I wanted to take... Not so much gaming news because sometimes, sometimes it's hard to find some stuff. Like not a, unless it's around E3. What do you got to talk about? 
I mean, there in the in the last time we had done it, man, we were into sports. We were talking about because we just we really didn't have a whole lot to you know of gaming stuff unless we got like old school, you know, talking about topics, whether it be the Spyro games like now, you know, like we just talked about sixty four and PlayStation. I did a Tomb Raider one, or you know, it's it's just it's so much better uh, if we if we go back and and talk about you know a certain topic from maybe you know a PlayStation one game or a PlayStation two game or a GameCube oh. game, but so yeah, I, the podcast is back. Um, the first oh. episode is up. Tomb Raider. What were you gonna say, man? I was just gonna say, like, it, it, it's also nice, you know, having the the subscribers, you know, even help us, you know, with uh, topics and stuff. Like, you know, what what do you oh, all? Yeah. What you know, what do you guys want to hear us talk about or see our opinions about? See, that's what I said. Like, I I got a uh, I got a. Uh, I put a thing out on Twitter. God, it's probably been about a month or so ago for people to message me. And if you have a certain, you know, topic you'd like to hear. And I, I know Tomb Raider was one of the top ones because that's what I've been playing on my channel a good bit. I, I do, you know, I'm doing the walkthrough, um, the live walkthroughs and stuff. But I, I think, uh, you know that was that's why that one was such a, a, a popular demand because that's that's what I'm doing right now, but uh, you know also Bioshock was thrown out there. Uh, there was the NFL 2K5, which is a oh. which is a big favorite for sports. You know people people do people, people still play it to this day. Like they they have like some kind of converter. Thing. I don't even know what it is. I, I tried to look into it where they take today's roster and put it into that game and play it. No, I'm like that is awesome. Like I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that was a top. There was, you know, there's just we could probably know. have a whole freaking show on that game. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, I, I honestly, I wish. Um, I don't think it's backwards compatible for the Xbox. I don't think the Xbox One has that. But they said they're going to work on original. Uh, you know. they need to bring that yeah. if they bring that to xbox i'm playing it i'll oh, do me too I'm i just i played it i played it a couple about a month ago I, I put it in just to just to go back and look at it and man that season mode is incredible when you play franchise mode and uh what's that yeah. guy's name on espn is it chris uh oh chris um boomer campbell not boomer campbell um no he always does the whoop that's <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's um berman oh. chris berman Maybe. I think that's his name. Maybe. If I'm wrong, I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> yep, that's him, man. That's him. Dude, he's on there and and the thing is, if you don't let's say I'm I'm playing as the Titans and I, I just I just beat I don't know, the the Jaguars, okay? Um and I wanna know what's going on with I don't know, the Colts. Did the Colts win their game? I need them to lose. I can actually go back and watch the highlights from that game that I never, you know, the Colts game. Like, yeah, that's awesome, man. And it's an ESPN Sports Center form. Like mm -hmm. like he's sitting there saying, "Oh, the Colts were backed up at their own, you know, uh 3 yard third, you know." And I was like, "Man, that is awesome. That's awesome." But uh they definitely got to go back, you know. We we need that. We need that game. We need that game back. We need it re awesome. we need it remastered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get it remastered. <laughs> but all right, guys. I think that's gonna do it. Um, like I said, primetime podcast is back. We got dolphins, MIA dolphins. That is Dion here with us, and uh, who knows what the next topic will be? Uh, he'll be in for uh, you know some of the the ones he he's he's more familiar with. He he really wanted to do this one, and uh, this was actually one that was requested for us to do as well. Um, but that's gonna do it, man. You got anything to say or? I just want to say thanks for having me back. Um, I know I haven't been uh, been gaming too much, other than I've been playing Rocket on, League on the, on the Nintendo Switch. So if anybody wants to play some Rocket League on Nintendo, um, you know, hit Prime up for my uh, my uh, Nintendo stuff, or add me on Twitter. And, but yeah, I've been. That's about all I've been playing, unfortunately, uh, since I bought my house and everything. Got stuff, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Now the. I, I took out of our older podcast and some of you know some people who are, you know, remember it will see it but we did a podcast a while a while back on the Xbox and their consoles um, Microsoft consoles but what I'm gonna do is I'm just going to 
you know, take that and re, you know, re-upload that so you guys, so those of you who haven't heard it can hear it. Um, same, you know, with my Nintendo one that I did, but, uh, but definitely, you know, more to come, but that's going to do it for us guys. And I'm prime time. Like I said, check out Catalyst Mints and Loot Crate. The links are in the description below. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at primetime21stgaming. Actually, Instagram is primetime21stgaming. And uh, that way you can see on Twitter and stuff what the next podcast may be about. And uh, what I'm streaming and what videos, reviews are coming out. But you want to put your social media out there? Um, You can uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, DeonWV32. That's that's about it. That's all I that's all I'm on anymore. No, no, no pigeon head, no. Oh, pigeon head gaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pigeon head gaming. Up and coming. Pigeon head gaming on Twitter, guys. About the gaming. All right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it for us. That's the Nintendo 64 versus PlayStation. This is the Primetime Podcast, and we're signing off. Steve Smith is down there and he make a block anyway. <laughs>